Hello, my name is Chip Stewart, a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. And for me, it's not important that you remember my name. Uh, what I want you to remember is that I'm speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. And something's been on my mind, um, came to me, stood out um, several months ago. And it was when the Lord says in John chapter 14, verse 15, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And it really stood out because the world teaches us of a certain kind of love and what it means. But here, our Lord says that if we love him, we will keep his commandments. And for me, that's really not something I hear a whole lot in the teachings, um, in the preaching from the Bible that I hear. Um, maybe it's assumed, I, I don't know, but I, I think it's very important that we understand this, that our Lord has told us that if we love him, we will demonstrate that by keeping his commandments. Again, that's very different from this emotional, what can I get out of it kind of love that the, the world teaches. So I'm going to start off with... Um, some scripture from First Peter, and it can be found in chapter 1, starting in verse 13 and going through 25. But it's what I would call a call to obedience. And it reads, as, it reads like this, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on him as father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things, such as gold or silver, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, Love one another earnestly from a pure heart, since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. So if you look in this passage, Right here um, up front in verse 14, it's saying, as obedient children. So obedient. Obedient to what? Obedient to the commands that Christ has given us. And then it goes into talking about being holy in all our conduct. For God has said, you shall be holy for I am holy. So by obeying his commands, we are becoming more like Christ. We are striving after being like our Lord and Savior, trying to be more holy. 
in, in our conduct, in our lives, and he's given us the, the commandments to do so. And we have to remember, too, that his, um, you know, the, his commandments are, um, are not burdensome for us, and they make our lives really more free. They protect us. They, uh, they give us joy, and especially since we know that, that following his commandments it, you know, brings joy to him. It, it's what he, he wants from us, and we show our love for him by doing that. And it also helps us not to be conformed to the passions of our former ignorance before we were saved. And as you um, continue through here down to verse 22, it talks about having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth. Obedience to the truth, obedience to who is the truth, right? It's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, so our obedience to him and his commands. So right here we have a call to obedience, a call to be holy because our Lord is holy. And then, as I mentioned before, our Lord says in John chapter 14, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. That's verse 15. And then in, in later on in verse 21, in the same chapter, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. So there's that relationship there of us obeying the commandments. Now, now don't mistake this for meaning that we keep his commandments to be saved. We've already been saved through the work of Christ on the cross. We repent of our sins, accept him as our Lord and Savior, and then we accept his lordship at that point and keep his commandments and that's what his expectation is of us so we need to know what they are and how do we do that well we read the word of god and i think we need to do that regularly so we understand his commandments and put them into practice and you know we'll have our we'll have those times when we you know don't do it so well and um you know some it just takes time sometimes for us to become better at, at following him and obeying his commandments but that should be our goal in life, to know what they are and to obey them. In 1 John chapter 5, verses 2-3, through 3, it states, By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey His commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. As I mentioned before, that's something that's very important for us to understand. It's, it's not like he's tying some heavy weight around us. These commandments are, are easier. Our Lord said his yoke is easy and his burden is light. We need to remember that. He's freed us from our former father, the devil. He's freed us from having to conform to the world system. He's freed us from having to be a slave to sin. And now we are children of God, and He loves us, and He gives us these commandments because He loves us, because they're for our good and His glory, and we need to follow them. Later on in, um, in chapter 8 of, of John, in verse 31, it says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed Him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So here it mentions abiding in His word, which, which can be um, interpreted as obeying His commandments. 
And then he says there, Jesus says, you are truly my disciples if you, if you do that. So those, those people claim to be the disciples of Christ but do not obey his commandments. Well, that might, you know, that might um, bring into doubt the fact that they really are disciples of Jesus Christ. So we must focus on that because I think the scriptures are very clear that tell us that we show our love for God by obeying his commandments. And why do we love him? Well, he loved us first. He set us free. He saved us through the sacrifice of his son on the cross, paying the penalty for our sins, which we cannot do ourselves. It had to be Jesus to pay it for us. And we rejoice in that. And we we then respond in love by obeying the commandments that, that our Lord has set set for us. And, and you know, I was reading um, in Deuteronomy um, recently while I was in um, a hotel in Charlotte. Um, it was a, a recounting of the Ten Commandments. And, and uh, here, here's what I, I read, starting in verse, verse 8. And I'll tell you why. It, it just kind of jumped out at me. And here it says, in chapter 5, uh, and ver- starting in verse 8, You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is on earth beneath or that is in, in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the, visiting the iniquity of the fathers and the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. It was that last part that jumped out at me because you know sometimes people make the argument, well, well, the Old Testament God is is a different God than than the God in the New Testament. But right here, we're getting the same message. This is God saying, He's showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments, showing that we love him by keeping his commandments. The same message comes out of the Old Testament, as does the, as is stated in the New Testament. Something similar you can find in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, where the preacher says, The end of the matter all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. So here again, he is saying that our duty is to keep God's commandments. And again, I, I will, I will um, say that this is not keeping his commandments to be saved. This is in response for us to being saved as Christians. We, you know, there's, it, our salvation is not works-based. We don't work our way to heaven in response to our salvation of what the Lord has done for us. We obey his commandments out of love for him. And then the last thing I want to, um, to share with you is when the Lord asked Peter, the very end of John, do you love me? So in John chapter 21, verses 15 through 17, it says, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. 
Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. And this is where Jesus lovingly restores Peter after Peter denied him three times before Jesus went to the cross. And I just find it very interesting here how Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And then gives him a commandment. He gives him a command. Feed my sheep, tend my sheep, feed my lambs. He gives him commandments. I just, I just find it very interesting how, you know, do you love me? Well, do this. And he's giving Peter tasks to do. He's giving him a command. I just think that's, that's amazing and how the Lord tells us, you know, if you love me, obey my commandments. And that's kind of what he's doing here with Peter as he's restoring him and he is giving him his ministry, if you will, to uh, preach the gospel um, to, to um, the sheep of the Lord's flock. It's a beautiful thing. But I, I encourage all of you who claim the name of Christ, please meditate on this. Really consider this. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't know if it's emphasized enough that our Lord has said we demonstrate our love for him through obedience. So ask yourself, are you obedient? Do you know what it means to be obedient? What are the commands that I should be obedient to? I encourage you to read the Bible and find out what those are so that you can demonstrate your love for your Savior because he is your Lord too. And in his Lordship, he has commandments that he gives us. I do want to um, give one admonition, and it comes to obedience, and that we need to be very careful not to add to or take away from the commandments of our Lord. We need to know exactly what they are so that we can follow those. And again, not add to them at all or take away from them because he would not want that to, uh, to happen. Well, that's all I have um, for today. I, um, I uh, hope that God blesses you. May he bless you richly. May he shed his, his grace broadly upon you, your families. These are very interesting times we live in. And for those of us who name the name of Christ, we have hope. And I encourage you to share that hope with others who do not have it in this dark time. Because he alone is the way to eternal life. God bless you.